welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with top HR leaders from around the world. Multinationals are locked in a global competition for top talent. Organizations are reviewing their current strategies or creating new ones in an effort to attract and retain the right kind of leaders for future success. But how do you design a unified global talent acquisition strategy that is aligned across various geographical and cultural marketplaces? I'm here today with Sarah Zell, Director of Talent Acquisition and Development at BIT, to discuss the components of a successful global talent acquisition strategy today. Hi, Sarah. Hello, Ben. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. So maybe to start, could you tell us a little about your background and also your role at BIT? Sure. Um, in my career, actually, I worked in some local, regional, and global HR roles in different industries and companies like Toyota, Dow Chemical, and Merck Line. Um, so I worked in local HR generalist roles in Toyota and Dow Chemical, in Merck Line, more like regional and global roles. Um, and as regional role, I worked in Black Sea countries for Turkey, Romania, Ukraine, Georgia, Bulgaria, and um, and also a global HR business partner role in Denmark at the headquarters of Maersk Line. Um, then I had also regional role for uh, Middle East and uh, Middle East countries and India, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, those uh, regions. So of course they were they were really great learnings and exposure to different countries and strategies for me. Um, in this year, I started to work at BIC, uh, based in Dubai. As most of us know, the brand even from our childhood times. Um, BIC is a consumer brand of uh, stationary lighters and shavers. Um, so I have two roles in BIC. One is talent development role for um, Latin America, Asia-Pacific, and Middle East Africa countries. Um, in this role, I work with these regions closely in uh, talent management, succession planning, um, and performance management areas. And my second role is global talent acquisition role. Um, so in this role, I worked on creating a global talent strategy, talent acquisition strategy for um, for all regions and business units we have in BIC um, to align our processes, tools, and resources in uh, talent acquisition functions. And I mean, in your um, experience, in your, I know you've lived and worked in a number of different geographies. What are the essential components of an effective global talent acquisition strategy? Um, I think the first step is to understand that is um, to understand that talent acquisition is not recruiting. So that's quite um, essential step. Um, so recruiting is more tactical, tends to focus mostly on immediate hiring needs. Talent acquisition is a more strategic approach uh, to identify, um, attract, or onboard right talents uh, effectively to meet business needs for today and tomorrow. Um, and of course, talent acquisition includes recruiting, uh, but is more inclusive of other strategic elements like um, employment branding, workforce segmentation, um, and also, you know, following up some of the right metrics like quality of hire, um, candidate and hiring manager satisfaction, cost of hire metrics to manage and improve recruiting processes. 
Um, on the other hand, um, I think defining a global talent acquisition strategy um, requires understanding of business strategy and specific challenges of business, especially when we say global, then, of course, you need to really have a good understanding about the local markets and regions to have a holistic view on the business perspective. Um, most of companies suffer from the misalignment between their business goals and people goals. Um, I see one of the reasons for this misalignment is that the people who find the candidates and hire the people do not sit in the same meetings as those uh, who set the direction for business. Um, so to get a seat at those business meetings uh, requires um, gaining credibility in the organization through becoming a real business partner for HR people. Um, therefore, I think as global talent acquisition heads, first we should really spend time and effort to get the uh, holistic view on business strategies and to gain credibility first and also to link our talent acquisition strategies to business strategies. And, and in terms of, um, I suppose, also working across developed and emerging markets in your career, what do you see as the key differences uh, in how you approach talent acquisition in, in, in those different situations? Mm -hmm. um, and, of course, in my current role, I'm covering both areas, emerging markets and developed markets. Um, I don't really see a big difference or, you know, a, a big, like, uh, distinguished difference, let's say, between these uh, markets. Because at the end, we are moving internal talents as well from one location to another location or external talents from a developed market to emerging market. So, you know, there are no borders anymore. So I think that makes um, our job is more complicated, but also more um, dynamic. Um, and in this context, of course, emerging markets has always a special attention in the business context. Um, you know, based on some statistics, 80% of the total world's workforce is based in emerging markets today. So, also, you know, when you look at the GDP, um, so by 2030, it's estimated that 70% of the world's GDP will come from these developing markets. Um, so, of course, you know, based on these, uh, it's not surprising to that global companies want to grow uh, in, in these markets, emerging markets. Um, and I think it's important um, to to look from, you know, the one size does not fit all um, in HR approaches. Uh, we need to really um, acknowledge local values and culture uh, because if we cannot do that, that's going to be quite difficult to attract and retain top local talent. Um, and at the same time, companies that develop geography-specific strategies should keep in mind the reasons why many workers look to them in the first place. Um, so I see some of the reasons for, um, for those local people um, to apply to global companies because they respect the global brand, they appreciate the access to global colleagues, improved resources, or global mobility opportunities. So I think in emerging markets, we should, um, we should really think about um, building our brand based on these reasons. Uh, of course, the, the first key is to understand the local uh, needs and their reasons to select the companies. Um, 
And one of the um, other thing I think is one of the difference between this emerging market and developing market is employee turnover. Um, in emerging markets like um, India, Latin America, or some Asia-Pacific countries, uh, we generally see high employee turnover is almost over 15% in, in some cases. So many talented people in emerging markets are recognizing their own value and are adapting a free agent mentality, um, jumping from one company to another company to follow what's most important to them. Uh, sometimes better career opportunities or sometimes um, better salaries or better um, financial incentives or sometimes better career and uh, sometimes working conditions. So, um, therefore, talent acquisition cannot be only vacancy-led in these countries. I think that's the main difference between um, emerging markets and developing markets. We need to be more proactive in emerging markets uh, to create a healthy talent um, local pipeline for especially critical roles in these markets. And at BIC, actually, we have similar challenges uh, in emerging markets. You know, we are working on creating a stronger succession plans uh, for, for critical roles in emerging markets. Thanks for that, Sarah. And how would you see technology enabling the talent acquisition and talent management strategies within BIC? Um, I see technology for talent acquisition like um, bread and butter. <laughs> Um, technological systems um, enable interaction with candidates, um, management of hiring process, and integration of hiring with the rest of the talent function. Um, without the proper utilization of technology, of course, hiring can be uh, can become a bottleneck immediately, uh, and that will immediately impact also the growth of the organization. Um, so in BIC as well, you know, we are uh, looking for, and we have some technologies uh, to use like ATS, applicant tracking systems, or similar cloud-based recruiting systems. Uh, we don't have any, uh, you know, a common system every in every location right now, but we are trying to harmonize um, our technology, uh, technological solutions. Um, so these solutions definitely provide easiness in managing the process. Uh, but also providing real-time data in uh, some of the key metrics. Um, and at the same time, the, um, you know, we are using some of the popular tools in social media um, and, uh, of course, like you know, LinkedIn or Glassdoor, etc. And most of the organization now promote their job openings uh, with a tweet or Facebook post or LinkedIn update so everyone can easily access to all these networks through their tablets or mobiles from everywhere. I think that's really making our job much easier um, in talent acquisition. Um, and, and of course, and big as well, we are trying to increase the uh, number of followers in our social networks. So um, I think that's the, the right way to get a lot of interest from a diverse and potentially talented individuals. Um, and many companies are using social networking to create a pipeline of talent available as and when they need it rather than hiring specifically for a particular vacancy. So we are also trying to be more proactive um, on that. Um, the other technology is we, don't, we only use in North America, but um, 
most of companies are using is uh, the video interviewing system. So you can connect with any candidate from any country face-to-face. Um, so these technological systems definitely have to decrease the travel costs over time um, and allow us progress in recruiting processes much faster. And just out of interest, video interviewing is something we're hearing a lot about, especially Skype, some internal systems. Would you go as far as to not have face-to-face meetings and actually make hires just based on a video interview? I'm, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, we are not using video interviewing for every recruitment, for every interview. We are using um, mostly a face-to-face uh, option, if possible. Um, and if that's not possible, you know, if we are higher interviewing with candidates from a high dis- big distance, then we try to use Skype or video interviewing options. But in the process, in the interview uh, recruitment process, we definitely would like to have a few face-to-face interaction before we get the final decision. And, I mean, in your uh, opinion, what are the biggest challenges that organizations are going to have to overcome if they need, if they can create a steady pipeline of qualified talent and, and indeed future leaders as well. Yeah. Um, I think in many ways acquiring and accessing talent is um, is most of companies' uh, critical goals. Um, without critical talent and skills, uh, we will not be able to grow, so we are sure for that. So therefore, um, I think we should look to the talent acquisition as part of all HR strategies and processes. Um, if we only focus on improving uh, recruiting processes and ignoring the link of talent acquisition to, let's say, total rewards or other work environment practices in the local organizations, um, we may not be able to reach, I mean, we may be able to reach the right candidates, but not attract them or not retain them for the long term. So, um, so one of the challenge, or let's say opportunity, um, is the ability to see the big picture in HR strategies and really creating connections between HR strategies and talent acquisition. Um, I think another uh, opportunity is um, is big data management in talent acquisition in a global company. Um, let's say you have. Uh, thousand job openings in a year and get hundreds candidates per job opening. We are speaking of data related to hundred thousand candidates in a year, and if you are adding to the mixed candidates um, you had over in the last few years, you might be dealing with data of almost a million candidates. So we have a lot of data in talent acquisition. But we have quite little information and action how to use this data in an actionable way. Um, So we should be able to look um, and leverage those data statistics to measure actions, identify trends in local uh, or regional uh, structures, and define the business goals. I think if we, uh, as global companies, if we dedicate time and resource to analyze the big data like this, uh, we will be able to improve a lot of areas. Uh, related with talent acquisition and succession strategies. Brilliant. Thanks for that, Sarah, and thanks for sharing those insights. That was great. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Thanks a lot. And that was Sarah Zell, the Director of Talent Acquisition and Development at BIC, discussing the components of a successful global talent acquisition strategy. 
For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, follow our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.